happy new year. This is the first Chinese Chippy Girl show of 2022. Whoop, whoop. It's also Lunar New Year, which is one of my favorite celebrations. This year, we welcome the year of the tiger, which I so, so, so cannot wait. I do actually have a story of the tiger, not an actual tiger, but like year of the tiger. So almost 12 years ago, I met Ewan, my partner. It was actually on Lunar New Year in 2010. And that year, Lunar New Year fell on Valentine's Day. And obviously, it was Year of the Tiger. I remember I went to Fabric. I know, a bit of a party animal back then. I went to Fabric, a nightclub in London, and Ewan was there. We were young. We were living the London dream. And we may have been just a little bit, a little bit loose. Anyway, my mum called me and I still hadn't been to bed. I was still out drinking. I was still partying my friends. And I picked up the phone and we wished each other a happy new year. At the time, I was still single and mum told me that it's year the tiger. And she told me that this year, as in 2010, she told me that this year would be the year for me <laughs> of me to find love. And as I'm the year the dog and dogs and tigers, apparently, quote unquote, according to my mum, dogs and tigers make great companions. And when we were speaking to each other on the phone, she was telling me that I need to meet someone who's the year the tiger. And while she was speaking to me all along, Ewan was sat next to me. And he had told me earlier that day when we were pretty drunk, he told me earlier that day that he was year the tiger. So anyway, I can't believe that was 12 years ago, but I wanted to share that story because I just wanted to give my man, Ewan, a little shout out. So hi, Ewan. Um, anyway, enough about that gushy stuff. Moving on to the show and in the theme of Lunar New Year, one of the greatest things about this celebration, for me anyway, is hearing and seeing the line dance performers the sound of the cymbals, the beating of the drums, the crowds all tiptoeing and trying to get even just a centimetre of space to see the line dance performers. Just the entire buzz, really, the atmosphere. So on this episode, we have Y Ken, who's part of Pac-May Lohau Martial Arts Association, and he is here to tell us more on line dancing. So hello, Y Ken. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hello. Hello. Give me a wave. <laughs> you know it's a, a podcast. Never can see me waving frantically with, uh, to you. <laughs> How nice are you? you? I'm good. I'm good. Finally good to sort of like see you. after. I know. I have never actually spoken to you. I know we've ex- exchanged quite a few messages on Instagram, but I've never, you know, I don't think I've ever seen your face because I think whenever I come onto your page, all I see is like a lion, like a lion. <laughs> I like <laughs> and the dancing everything. So I didn't actually know what you looked like or anything. So hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really good to sort of like see you and speak, speak to you as well, just because your, your messages to me are generally pretty enthusiastic so (laughs) yeah I'm probably just a little bit too enthusiastic (laughs) about (laughs) things in general so yeah Yeah, um I am so excited to have you on the show because from a personal level I love like I can't tell you how much I love the line dancing I absolutely love it and it just it just brings me so much nostalgic memories of me going into Chinatown in Manchester during Lunar New Year and seeing all the line dance performers. And even when some of my relatives have 
big celebrations like they I think my uncle once opened a restaurant in Congleton in Cheshire and when some of my relatives have had weddings there's always line dancers so for me it's like I just love it and to be honest with you I have really missed it since the pandemic I've mm-hmm. not actually seen any line dancers apart from on video yeah it just hasn't happened yeah, it just hasn't yeah. happened, really. It just um, hasn't happened, and I've really missed it. And I think for me, and hopefully to people who are listening to this, it'd be really good just to find out more about line dancing in, in general and just to, like, learn mm. from the performers, like from you, and mm. just to get a bit more of a history, because I know that you are part of um, Pat Melo How Martial Arts Association. I don't know where yeah. I've just said to you before, but whenever I say that, I always, like... It's a mouthful. <laughs> it's such a mouthful. And I have, and I have to stutter as well. I'm just like, Pat Molo, how Martial Arts Association. So right. actually, before we kind of go into it, let's just take a pause. Do you want to <laughs> give a little introduction with who you are and uh, what role you play at the line dancing? Sure. So my name is Waikin Howe. I'm a line dancer for Pat Melo Howe Martial Arts Association. I've been line dancing for, give or take, 34 years now. I think, which makes me sound ancient, but I started when I was super young. Like, like there's photos of me when I was doing it when I was like about two years old. I think my gran used to build me a lion, a, a lion head out of a lampshade, and then she would tape a bit of cloth and put those those goggly kind of eyes onto it. And that was what I was using when I was like a kid. And then my parents sort of slowly started buying me the actual lion heads, and yeah, yeah I've been doing it since very very young and it's yeah it's, it's almost like an uh, addiction really from, oh from wow the, I think also just to add on top of that um yeah I, I, do, I do the line head the drums tail just pretty much everything really just something something I, I want to sort of like just get into every, yeah. every part of it oh, amazing and tell me more about Pac Melo how martial arts association as well like how did you yeah. get into it and um Tell yes. me everything. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I know. So, Pat Mei is a form of martial arts, as uh, Chinese Kung Fu. My dad learned it from a very young age, and the group got together in roughly 1978. So, it was my, my father, Soki Hao, and his elder brother, his martial arts brother, uh, Ringo Lo, that started the club when they both opened a restaurant down in Bayswater. So, that was down yeah so roughly 1978 but my dad was probably teaching martial arts before that probably 1970 1972 i'd say that was when he started teaching so when they opened the restaurant down uh together down in bayswater that was when they sort of like started training the, the staff members as well so after 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 work they'd move away all the tables and then they start practicing kung fu there and then at the same time they wanted to do lion dancing as well, just mm-hmm. as a as a form of celebration as well. So they, I think they lion danced in Chinatown for two years. And I think after two years, it, it was a lot of hassle and it was really busy back then, mm-hmm. which is why we've, we moved and started lion dancing down in Bayswater. And we've been lion dancing in Bayswater uh, ever since. Mm-hmm. Batme is the, the the form of the martial arts, okay. and Lo is uh, Sifu Ringolo Lo's surname, and then yep. is my my dad's surname, and that's it, really. Okay, so many questions. So, your dad. So, did he own a restaurant in Bayswater as well? Then, 
Yeah, so he he initially he, he's, he was working down in Queensway, but then in 1978 he opened up his own restaurant, Leafook Chinese restaurant. Okay, is it still uh, there? No, no, it was the the whole building was sort of taken back and it was knocked down to I think set up like apartments or something now. So okay. that was that has been gone for a, a long while, but we've we've still got the connection there because we've we've got a lot of friends restaurants down down in Bayswater as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's why cool. we've carried on the tradition yeah so so it's basically it's so Pak Mei Lo Hao is is run by your your father and and Ringo Ringo Lo yeah yeah and how many members do you have we've got about 15 members at the moment uh a oh, lot really? of them have yeah 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 we've got we've got about 15 oh, I, it, there was there was a lot more but a lot uh, a lot of people have emigrated to like Australia Hong Kong so yeah. it was the the numbers have fallen Mm-hmm. but yeah it's been it's been a shame since covid hit because it's been it's been difficult to train together now so, but it is what it is right yeah and tell me about your your memories because you must have so many amazing memories of seeing your your dad like performing and do martial arts and stuff and just like mm. really embracing it from a young age because i think for me i don't I don't see the rehearsals. I only see it during celebrations, like I said, Chinatown and uh, weddings and stuff. But you must have like some really amazing memories of like the, the behind the scenes. I mean, behind the scenes before Chinese New Year and when you're preparing to go out and perform, there's, there's so much sort of stuff happening in the morning. Literally from the get go, I was, I was I was super excited. I, I wake up every morning, like all the lions are in inside our living rooms just before we. We take out. So every morning I'd wake up, go downstairs. I'd, like even before anyone's awake, I'm, I'm literally like just messing around with the lines, just checking it. Just, I think from a young age, when you're able to touch the lion at a very young age, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's, it, I, I see it as a sort of like a mystical kind of creature yeah. myself. So behind the scenes, it was a lot of stuff happening, preparing all the equipment, getting all the flags ready. Yeah, just loading up. And before that, it, was, it, was, it felt it was very rushed in the morning. It's just like, make sure you have breakfast, uh, get changed. And it's just like, go, go, go. And we have to move all the equipment into the vans and then just mm-hmm. drive out. And then when you're there, it's sort of this slow build up. It's, it's like, almost like butterflies in your stomach just before you perform. When, when I was younger, it was probably less so. But I, was, I was just more excited. But as you gradually get older and you're taking up more responsibility and sort of performing, there's mm-hmm. a lot more anticipation, nerves. And, but when, once you start lion dancing and the the, the drums mm-hmm. the drums and cymbals and the gong sort of like yeah hit the same note together it's just like boom you go you're going you're not thinking you're just doing yeah um, I can imagine it's be quite chaotic in the morning because there's just from memory I know that when I see the line dancers you don't just see like a line there's actually quite a few of them but there's there's a lot of how do I say there's a lot of objects and they're all huge like the lion heads are huge the symbols are huge you've got all the costumes and stuff and I can imagine when you're probably getting ready it's like have you got everything like have you like literally have you got everything when you're going holidays like you can have your just make sure you've got your your phone your passport your ticks and stuff but I guess for you guys it's like you literally need like everything yeah yeah absolutely if you get one one or two sort of like main things you're you you have to go back you have to go back and yeah I mean we've left our instruments in in the house one time thinking we we brought it and it was just just lucky that we checked checked back again 
We're like, oh my god! This was just before we made, got our, got ourselves onto the motorway or anything. Yeah. Just like, oh, turn back, turn back. And then you're, you're time and time anyway. It's, it's quite hectic. Yeah. But it's 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 all it's all it's all good fun. So you're saying that there's 15 members. Yeah. What I'm quite interested to know is like how how are the roles split? So you've got the musicians and you've got the performers. Do you all do a bit of everything, or do you have certain people that do? Just the dancing. So in the performance, you'll have, for, for the line, you have one person in the head, yep. one person in the tail, and then you have one drummer, mm-hmm. one person on the gong, and then multiple people on cymbals. If you're doing like a street performance where you're going constantly around from shop to shop, uh, business to business, then you'll have to switch roles. It's, okay. it's too tiring. So yeah, a, a lot of us know how to do everything. Some are more inclined to do uh, lion head some people more just like for tails and some people just focus on instruments just depending on how experienced people are but we're always pushing people to try something else yeah just give, give it a go uh it's all, it's all it's all a bit of a learning process as, as well do you um, remember the first time that you that you went out and performed in public do you remember your first <laughs> yes i was <laughs> so my first actual performance was at school i think i was five five yeah I was five it was I remember it so vividly it was my mum my friend's mum who rang my mum and then my mum was on the phone and she was like so do you want a line dance for school I was like huh I was like I think I was at an age where I was like mm, no, no, no don't, don't know I don't think I was really nervous because and then I was, just like, I was like how's that gonna work I was, I was just by myself basically and with a with a line dance you need someone in the tail and so forth but what ended up happening was my dad got one of my other seafoods, uh, Bill Sop, he to record him playing the drum with one of his other friends. So there was a video cassette that was recorded specifically for this performance. And then when I got taken to the school, this wasn't just for my class, it was for the whole school. So there was probably like, not, not even joking, it was probably about 100 to 200 people just in the wow. hall, in the assembly. And yeah, it was a teacher behind me holding holding the tail, and yeah, I just had to perform there and then. It was uh, wow. It was nerve wracking. It was really nerve wracking, especially especially at that age. I think I think when you're just thrown up on stage, it was it was good. I, I, I was uh, I did well. I hope <laughs> <laughs> it must have given you the buzz afterwards because it's just like performing or presenting, like even at work beforehand. You sometimes you get butterflies in your stomach, but when it's done, it's like it's like a big like sigh of relief and then sometimes you're hungry for more as well yeah I think I think at that age I was, I was it wasn't too bad because I was like I said I was it was almost like an addiction I was, like when I was really young I was, every time I finished school I, I came back I threw my bag down get changed and then I'd wear these little mini costume bits that just go over your legs and I'd get into my lion head and that's that's what I did I literally just came back from school and I started lion dancing yeah. so I would always set up little stalls for me to hop on, jump off, and I'd get t- like tissues. I'd just use that as a as the lettuce. So I always have that, yeah. And I always have videos from from my re- relatives. They they knew I loved like line dancing. So every year, every Chinese New Year, there'd be stuff on TV on, in Hong Kong. So they'd record all that stuff and they save all the tapes for me on the VCR. So every time my mum and dad went back to Hong Kong, they'd bring back stacks of tapes that I could watch loads of lion dance and uh, oh. I'm on tv and i just mimic mimic their movements 
Yeah. Do you um, have any brothers and sisters? I've got one older brother and one older sister. Right. Ask you. You're the youngest. I'm the youngest. I'm the yeah. youngest. Yeah. And so did you my, practice with them as well? I think I was the one that was more really like I was. I was the one that was super keen on line dancing. My sis, my sister's really, really good on on the gong. She's okay. like prolific on it. Uh, my brother's like really good on drums, but he's stopped. Right. Uh, okay. He's stopped. He's stopped line dancing. Yeah. Oh, it's quite nice how it's like a family yeah, event yeah. and stuff. I think there's no getting away from it, especially when your dad's deceitful. It's, uh, it's very tough. Like every every night, it would be we would have to do some martial arts as well. Mm-hmm. My dad, my dad's really like keen on martial arts, so every night it would be practice kung fu. Definitely not getting away from that. It was like a routine. Yeah. And then sun- Sunday would be the day where everyone meets up to join to practice. So I wanted to talk about the history of line dancing and mm. I wanted whether you could tell us more. Um, it originated in China, that's what we do know, and there's two types of lines. There's a northern line called Basi and there's a southern line, Lamsi, and the one we know most are the southern line, the Lamsi. So northern lines, Basi was performed in imperial courts of China, so for entertainment they're normally like uh, a very fun acrobatic style uh, and it's quite it's got a shaggy fur as well whereas the southern lines probably came after the fall of the Ming dynasty and that was adopted more for martial artists mm-hmm. and these are used for like sort of like ceremonial events mm-hmm. they kind of denote like new beginnings so that's why you get people um asking for performances like when you open a new business chinese new year so birthdays so so forth this is the particular line that we're more familiar with during Chinese New Year. Ah, that's really interesting. I didn't realise there was a difference between those two types of lions and what you mm-hmm. say, like, because I have heard Batsi <laughs> and Lamsi. Okay. Is it, yeah, because Batsi, Bat for north, non-Cantonese yeah. speakers, Bat is is North and yeah. Dong Lam, say, is it? Southern, Lam. Lam, Lam, yeah. yeah. Southern, Southern line. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Actually, that makes more sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting. The one that you guys do, that's Lam. See, the, the Southern one. Lam, see, yeah. Ah. yeah, Southern line. And then within within the Southern line, there's two styles of it, which is Fasan and Hoksan. So Fasan is the more, it's got a curved lip. And this is the one that's more adopted by martial arts schools. Okay. So traditionally, they look very fearsome. And this is what martial arts schools take out to represent their club when they're performing in the streets so and this also 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 the martial arts it's good to have a martial arts background when you're doing this kind of stuff as well just because it's really it really focuses on footwork and stances but it's probably not as essential now as back then and then for hok san is it's a it's also known as a nap so duck build a duck mouth right so it's got a straight it's, it's got a straight shaped mouth and it's slightly narrower in, in terms of the build this is more uh, a contemporary style of dancing and mm. it's used for performances okay. and competitions so it's, it's, sli- it's, uh, it's got a slightly lighter build as well oh okay so which ones do you practice do you do fuxan or hoxan or we, do you do a bit of we use fasan fasan yeah just uh-huh. yeah it's, it's it's what we've grown grown up using and because we're just martial arts yeah. background based that's the one we use hoxan is you get lighter ones now for competitions 
Mm-hmm. They're normally about five kilos in terms of weight. What the, uh, what the lion heads? The lion head, yeah. So the what, five the, kilos? Is that yeah, five, that's light? Not, that's 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 yeah, that's fairly light. Whereas the ones the fasan styles that we're using is probably about seven to eight kilos. Wow, I've never held a lion head no. before, but I, I but I can just as an observer, I know mm-hmm. that it's it's not light at all. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not it's when you're when you're sort of in it at the beginning, it's not too bad, but especially when you're doing power stances and poses and dancing with the additional footwork and just constantly lifting and yes yeah, and it's just it's, it's tiring it's really really tiring it's like the the weight might not sound that heavy but after a while it gets really heavy no it test, it, test your it, endurance well i think oh. before before i had um my daughter i think if i had heard five six seven kilos i don't think it was for me, for me it doesn't really sound that heavy but because I, I I pick her up all the time and I, I don't really know how much she weighs now but mm. she's like heavy like I can pick her up for like <laughs> two minutes and I thought I was like right get back down now you can walk so yeah, yeah, yeah amazing the one memory for me is that when I'm in Chinatown you have the restaurants that hang in the, the lettuce from the doors or from the windows and then the line mm. dancers that have to go and reach up for it I, I just I love that scene. I love it. Yeah. So that's called Toy Tang, uh, which is grabbing the lettuce. And that's, that's all, that's pretty much like, well, the lion will not, basically it's not a, it's not meat basically. So when, when the, when the lion eats it, it's, it's, it's a vegetable. So it just tosses it out and yeah. it's, it's a sign of good luck. If the lettuce comes your way, it's good to catch it as well. Oh, really? good yeah. Good oh, luck. Prosperity. So that's, that's why we do lion dances. It's prosperous. It's good luck. Scare away evil spirits. Mm. Um, it's new. It's new beginnings, and it's like it's it's a happy happy time. And that's why that's why we kind of like use a use the line. It's a it's a powerful creature. But yeah, it's a, it's like especially during the performance. Um, it's good to like as a line dancer, you need to sort of be able to show the expressions through the mouth, like joy, anger, sadness, and to be scared and suspicious as well. It's just yeah, it's just a lot to sort of like process when, yeah. when, when, you're doing, when you're doing this kind of stuff the one, but it's, so but it's after after a while it's you can't after doing it for so long you kind of naturally know what to do the one thing which uh i'm gonna admit to this but i'll probably get people rolling their eyes i only found out just a few years ago that line dancing was actually um, associated with with martial arts now mm. the reason why i i don't think i've ever noticed this was because I don't think I've really come so closely with with the lions because it's always like there's always been a crowd of people. And also, I don't think I've really appreciated the, the, the performances. I just see the lion head and I see the tail. I don't see the footwork or anything. But it's only uh, just a few years ago when I've been looking at uh, watching YouTube videos, I was like, oh, my God, there's actually so much more skill. Like there's a lot of skills. Mm. involved and it's something which I I've never really I never really knew or, or maybe I didn't really never really appreciate it because I just like watching the line performances I'm just like oh there's a line there's a line dance here oh there's a symbol there's a gong and then yeah yeah I mean I, I mean for for the outside observer it's probably a little bit more difficult to process that in in the sense that you're you're far away and you only see it for I don't know, a couple minutes right if if that if you're lucky as well in a, when you're standing in a crowd, I think my kind of earliest memory in terms like not not just because um like my dad does martial arts, but watching watching films like Wang Feihong, Once Upon a Time in China, that those videos 
really sort of stuck with me. Just I've watched it all the time, and those were the scenes that was made made the strong connection for me in terms of like martial arts. But yeah, it's historically yeah, it's like lion dancing is for like martial artists. Really, I don't think that that's as much of the case right now. It's just mm-hmm. t- times have changed. Lion dancing is probably s- slightly easier in terms of you don't have to get always learn martial arts to get into it if your desire is to do line dancing you can just you can just focus on that as well what would you say is one of the the challenges of becoming a line dancer challenges of becoming a line dancer or challenges of performing oh the challenges of performing just to be able to express to be able to channel the 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 movements of because when you when you're doing line dancing you have to sort of almost mimic a cat a big cat i think to be able to get your stances right to 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 be able to sort of convey the expressions and the movements of a of, of a cat through your body into into and it also takes cooperation between you know the back end as well to to get a good sort of partnership mm-hmm. between the, the the two people yeah. so i i've i've been fortunate enough to have have a long long term partner in in uh, line dancing so one of our other seafalls who's very good at like uh, just like, like line dancing in general his son ollie me, me and him partners in line dancing so we train together as much as we can and it's just yeah trying to get that to harmonize that sort of like cooperation together yeah what's been your best memory or your favorite performance that you've that you've done favorite performance favorite or one of your <laughs> um, a memory that sticks out the most for you I think I think I think in terms of like challenges like I think the ones that test you and the ones that you can achieve at the end when you when you do, when you get the lettuce so we've had we've had ones where it's like uh, restaurants like restaurants are supposed to challenge you in terms of like putting out lettuce so the the tang you get you get different styles of tang so some people they deal gold tang which is like a high a high hanging lettuce mm-hmm. and what then you get tan, sorry? the lettuce Oh, the turn. Okay. Yeah, the lettuce that you, the green that you sort of like that they put up above the the restaurant, which is right. so with with the tang, it also also comes with a, a little red envelope, lacy, which is the payment that restaurant gives mm-hmm. for performing. You get hanging ones where you have to do stacks, so you you either do leg stacks or head stacks, where you where the front person jumps onto onto your legs to just yeah. just so you can reach that extra three feet or whatever that you can't get when you're standing up tall. And then some, sometimes they're so high that you sort of have to do shoulder stacks. So, so the person has to uh, swing around on top, stand on top of your, sh- your shoulders, and then you have, the, the tail has to hold the back. And that, that's, that's when those, those are the ones that are more challenging. I uh, never knew that. I never so, – so as a lion dance performer, you go into these restaurants and – you it's it's not rehearsed like something I've never actually thought about because I know that they they dangle the lettuce Mm. but I think for me again as an observer I always thought that it's something that you would know where it is and how high it is but you go in there you have no idea like it's not that we have no idea some we we go in and we, we will always assess the rooms before going into somewhere so to perform so we know roughly where like right the tang is but sometimes we we don't know what type of tang it will be okay it'll be it will will come it'll come down to the the restaurant or the business or whoever whoever's sort of like requested your performance for them to sort of like um give you something to to dance around so 
there's different types of tailors. Uh, one which is called, which is seven stars and the moon. Uh-huh. And it will be the lettuce in the middle. And then it will have either cans of Coke or clementines, that's seven of them. And then you have to sort of like do, do a performance. And that's to mm-hmm. sort of like test how good you are as a, right. as a line dancer. Do you know how to approach this? There'll be snake ones where it will be either a, a staff, uh, a spear with two clementines on as eyes. And you have to sort of like approach the, uh, as a line dancer, you sort of have to approach it and be able to sort of dis- disarm the creature because a snake is hostile to the lion. So as a lion, you're supposed to pounce from behind so the snake can't get you, take out the eyes and then swallow it and then sort of throw out the spear. And sometimes when you throw out the spear, someone else will catch it from your team and they'll do a martial arts demonstration with the spear. Oh. So there's lo- loads, of, loads of different types of team that you've done. Oh, that's that so interesting. Can- so I guess for me, I think what, what I was basically trying to say, but I just said it so poorly. There's, a, there's an element of, of freestyling as well when you, you know, for the performers. Mm. So yeah, it's so interesting. Pre- Thanks for yeah, sharing pre- that. Yeah, no, pre- predominantly when, when you're going out on the street and performing, you really don't know what you're going to get. Okay. So you usually the ones with a, a, a coconut are the, the hardest because you have to smash it. You have to know how to smash it. Oh, there's uh, a coconut as well as, as a tank. Yeah, as, as, sort as of. a tank. Yeah, the very rare occasions you'll you'll get a coconut, and it's up to the the lion head performer to sort of break it. Oh, really? Uh, while, while you're in the head, and uh, you, you're supposed to drink the coconut and sort of uh, water and uh, spit it out through the mouth. So, so, so when you see a coconut, do you think, oh God, there's a coconut? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not, it's not the most fun because you have to sort of like test your martial arts skills really to, to break so, the coconut so how many ca- different types of, of tans like the lettuce and coconuts are there are there quite a few different oh, uh, ones or yeah i don't know there's snake there's, there's it's so many there's so many okay. it, it, it can it can vary people come up with different styles of tang all the time so it's the list is endless generally like the street ones are just the ones that they hang either they place on the ground or hang above the doorway What do you have planned for this Lunar New Year? Well, Lunar New Year, we're, we're, we've got performances coming up. We have quite a few, actually. They're all, they're all clustered towards the back end of just after New, New Year. So we've got, we're going to be performing like, uh, private events throughout London. There's going to be a few like Chinese supermarkets down at Wing Yet, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Bayswater on on. Sunday. I can't. I can't remember the dates, the specific dates, but there's a there's a few dotted around, and yeah. hopefully get the chance to meet up with my family again and just have yeah. a meal as well. I think that's something that I've I've missed yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, I've really missed that as well. It's been quite a few years since I've actually um, had Luna had had like dinner with my, with my family because my family mm-hmm. live up in um, Edinburgh, and then. I don't know. I just kind of like lost connection with Lunar New Year with with, with my family, and then I think now because I've what got in what sense? not not lost the connection. Just like I've, I think as a kid, every Lunar New Year we'd we'd go to Chinatown, and it was so Yitlao, like Yitlao in English. There was such a big atmosphere, mm. and I would see 
everyone there and we and I have quite a big family I'd meet up with my cousins and we would go to there's this restaurant called Dongwon I don't know what it's called now in Chinatown and we would get the we'd always get a table there and as a kid Lunar New Year or Chinese New Year it was such a a big thing and you would You'd go there and you'd see the, the line dance performers. There'd be loads of events on. They'd be giving away free goodies for like children. And, and you get like, mm. well. And then me and my brother used to say, um, oh, what's the best bit, isn't it? Oh, it's the best <laughs> bit. But then, but then you'd have to give it away to your parents. I'm like, uh, no, mum and dad, this is for me. They were like, no, yeah. no, no, it's not. Go in the bank then, account. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, the, oh, oh this is, this just shows how spoiled I am. Well, I was. Like you'd used to get, um, a lacy, like just send this lacy. I mean, you still feel it. Is it? Is it? Is it? Um, is it paper? Is it coin? And there's a saying that my dad used to say to me. It's like, "Gong hei fat chai lacy dao lai nan ye mai yun ye dai lot dai." So people do speak Cantonese. I'm it basically "Gong hei fat chai" is "Gong hei fat chai," which actually I, I learned from Ronnie Chang, his his comedy show that "Gong hei fat chai" means um, get rich faster. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. hope you get rich. Yeah, I, wishing you get rich. Yeah, wishing, wishing you will get rich. Gong hei fat chai, lacy dalai, and I think lacy dalai means kind of have a lacy or something. Nan ye ma, which means I don't want anything hard, like a coin. And then yun ye dalot dal, which means that <laughs> anything soft in this lacy, I'll just pull it in my pocket. So my dad used to always say that to me because that's how. Um, because he could see it oh, on my were. face <laughs> yeah he could see it on my face whenever he used to get lazy from like an anonymous auntie and uncle like, he would just see that mm. i would just be like like holding it saying oh god it's like, it feels like a pound coin now yeah i don't really want that <laughs> but if it's like it's something soft and dad says oh my eyes would like totally lit up and mm. then mum and dad like right okay give me all the laces please give it all to me i'm like no i don't want to give you the lacy. no way <laughs> but, but i think just Going back to like, I feel like I've lost connection because I, I feel just over the years, I've like, I, I do celebrate Lunar New Year in terms of going to uh, Chinatown. There's been a few years where um, I haven't been for whatever reason, but I feel like mm. I've not, I've not kind of, how should I say it? I've lost connection with it in terms of not spending it with my family. And I right. know that they're in Edinburgh, which it's not that far, but equally it's not just round the corner but now because I'm a mum and I'm actually trying mm. my hardest just to teach her these things and hopefully yeah. she'll, she'll embrace it as well but are um, you planning to take her out at, uh, during Chinese New Year to yeah I think see the lion dancers and stuff yeah yeah I need to I need to find out where they are because I don't know if they're are they performing this year I they? don't think they're performing this year in Chinatown uh, not, I think I think I think it's cancelled Oh, is it? Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll get you more info later from yeah. other, other, other teams, I know. Because I take it to Chinatown quite quite frequently. We go mm. quite a bit, probably a bit too much. <laughs> but <we do> it. <laughs> and uh, but I, she hasn't, she's never seen a line dance performer before. I know that she'll probably be quite scared because it's quite, it's, it's quite yeah. you know, the, the noise and stuff. But I think, yeah. I think she will really, really love it. I think she'll love like, the colours, the performances. And I just, I just want her to to see it really. So yeah, it, it is very noisy. It is very noisy when it, when it when, after you've been performing for so long, your ears start to ring a little bit. But I'm hoping because we we've actually bought a new lion as well, so we we have to we have to do a, an awakening ceremony for the lion, which we'll, oh. we're, I think we're going to try and do that in 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 Chinatown, hopefully. Yeah. What awakening ceremony is that? Is that tradition that you do with like new lions? 
Yes. So after a line's constructed, it's built. You can't use it. It's, it's, uh, it's seen as a, as a lifeless kind of entity. Like it's got no life. So you can't, you cannot use a, a new line to perform. It has to go through an awakening ceremony called Hoi Guang, of which Hoi Guang. So, yeah, op- open like, the opening lines. the light. Like, yep, that's it. <laughs> so this is something that's more specific for southern lines. You don't get this for northern lines. And yeah, this is another thing as well. You For the awakening ceremony, you have to have uh, a piece of ginger where you cut a hole into it and then you put uh, a red powder. I think it's uh, Chinese is called juza. I think it's called vermilion or something. And then you pour rice wine into it and then you get a brush and you also have to get a ribbon to tie around the, the horn of the lion with a flower, gold flowers and pomelo leaves. And then you have to dot the eyes, the ears, the nose and the mouth and then all the way down on the mirror as well. There's a mirror on the lion, which is to ward off evil spirits. You'll see a mirror in the middle and that's like a reflection. So when the evil sort of spirits see themselves, it's scared away almost. And then one, one stroke that goes all the way from the head to the, the tail and that that is when the, the lion's woken up. Oh, wow. Uh, you, yeah, you cannot perform without doing that. Oh, that's amazing. I totally didn't, I didn't know that at all. So where do you, is there a specific place where, where you do that? Can, can the awakening take place anywhere or does it have to be? It, no, any, any, anywhere. It, as long as it's done with someone, usually it's someone that's uh, of some, some importance. It can't be contrary to any old person that you drag off the street. It has to be someone, traditionally, is someone of a uh, high-ranking society, but just generally someone of a positive nature, I guess. Right, okay. So like a C4 or something, like a master. C4, yeah. Someone high-ranking in society just to pass on that good energy. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and the, the idea of like the ribbon as well, have, uh, the, there's a, it's called Cheng Hong, that you tie around the, the ribbon. It's, uh, the folklore is that the Jade Emperor, so the, the god, Jade Emperor, he, he's got lions as his guardians. Mm-hmm. And one of the lions comes down to the, the mortal world, so f- away from the heavens. And he comes down to the mortal world to, to mess about. Mm-hmm. And the Jade Emperor sort of sends what we call Dai Tao Fat now. So you might, you might have heard of Dai Tao Fat in mm-hmm. lion dancing. He's, he's like a Buddha. He sends him down to sort of retrieve the lion. And the way he catches it is basically he uses his belt, his sash, and he ties it around the horn sort of to tame it to tame it down and then he goes through the whole process of eye dotting and then that's basically to tame the lion to stop it messing around mess ah. it about and he sends it back up to the heavens to sort of back to the emperor that's so interesting that's, okay so that part of the story i had no idea that happens and is this like a public event or is it more of a private event the, the, there's no public or private as long as it, it's, it's done like i think we're doing it in chinatown this year i'm not sure but we're doing it just because it's a little event. There's no public or private. It's, um, as long as it's done, that uh, once it's done, then you can sort of start start line dancing for for other people for to to pass on that good luck. If you don't go through that process, there's no luck or anything positive about, about that line. Do you have any shows planned at all that you're able to announce? Any public shows? Public shows. So public shows we got. Oh God, I, I can't remember the dates. I think it's sort of the fifth. The Saturday the fifth at mm. uh, Wingyip Cricklewood. Okay. So that'll be like the supermarkets and the, the restaurants and the, all the other business. Is that North London business. Cricklewood? Yes. Near northish. Yeah. Ish. Okay. Yes, yeah. ish. And and then there's Bayswater as well down on the sixth. So that'll be up and down the streets. Oh really? In Bayswater yeah. as well. Oh okay. But, yeah, but it's, uh, I'm not I'm not sure how how that's going because since COVID. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of businesses have been uh, affected. Okay. So just going to have to, it should, it should still be happening. Yeah. It should still be happening. What's the best way uh, for anyone listening that wants to come and see what's the best way for them to, to find out more? Would you be announcing it? Yeah, it'll be on our Instagram page, London. And give give us a little follow and uh, yeah, just see yeah. see what's happening. And if anyone is interested in become a line dancer or joining your association, like is it like, drop us a message? <laughs> a message, okay. It's just been a little bit difficult, especially because because of COVID and stuff, and we haven't really resumed our sort of like training sessions as what it was before. Yeah, drop a message and we'll see how we go from there, really. I can see behind there. you you've got is there a costume behind you as well yeah so these are the trousers that i have to wear they're, they're red and black so okay. this this is this is the guan gongsi so <laughs> another little short story before goes uh, a lot of the lion heads are based on historical figures in Ch- uh, chinese history and there's three brothers lao bei guan gong zhang fei and these are sort of brothers in the chinese history where lao bei is the, the leader the big brother guan gong's god of war second and the red, the red is to denote his red face because he likes to drink alcohol. So these are all little, little characteristics that are added onto the the lines in their designs. I get red, yeah. um, I get red face as well when I'm drinking. Asian flush. <laughs> Asian flush. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't get it? <laughs> Me. I go, I go white. I go white. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I go, I go really. I don't red. have that. I don't have that enzyme, whatever it is. So this is totally going off topic now, but I think it's because we don't have. The enzymes to break down that that alcohol or something like that. Mm. So anyway, I don't have that enzyme. Um, I don't have it at all. Yeah, and after one drink, I just I don't know. I just go as as red as a as a lazy fung as a red. <laughs> exactly that. Do you have some lion heads with you? Uh, not not here. I got I got baby one. I got baby one for my my little son. Oh, you got a boy. I've, you've got you've got a son. Yeah, I've got a little boy. Yeah, oh. I'm te- I'm teaching him right now. Oh, he's, how old uh, is he? He's three and some change ah is the same age as uh, my little moi moi uh, uh she just turned maybe <laughs> three um, oh he he's he's probably approaching four he's approaching four in a few months in a okay few, and is he, is he enjoyed the line dance performance and everything does he does he like really embrace he, it and at, yeah at the, i think he the first time he sort of saw me he was i think he was a little bit scared at that time but as he's gradually gotten older, like during summertime, that was the first time he really sort of like saw me perform. And then that was when he really got into it and got him a little lion head. And, oh, um, cute. He's just does, in it all the time. Now. <laughs> does it make you feel um, proud that he's like, that he's into it as well? And he wants to like watch you and he wants to get involved in everything. Yeah, absolutely. I really like passing on that tradition over to him. I think, I think it's, I think nowadays, I think it's probably a little bit lost in terms of the youth. I don't see that that huge an interest in in line dancing i don't think people are exposed to it as much on the scale that i was anyway i had toys but i think line dancing was what i really liked when i was younger so for me to pass that on to him is just really nice yeah oh that's a that's an, a nice note to end yeah. on but i've i've learned so much and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing um your knowledge sharing your experiences as well yeah, thank and, you for having uh, me 
and I, and I hope uh, I get to see you. You'll have to keep me posted with them when you're uh, performing. I think you have messaged me a couple of times, but I think at the time it's like when I'm with Sadie. It's just yeah, like, it's short notice you. as well. I think it was like well, we, keep messaging me because I really, really, really want to go and see it. I really want to see some line dance performers, and I really want to take Sadie as well. I I, I know she'll probably cry, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> she just needs to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, so this is the the noise is quite vibrating in on the ears and the. Yeah. Head, but I was just get yeah. used to it. <laughs> nice speaking to you, and and obviously I'll speak to you like some point this week. But uh, thank you so much for dedicating some time to chat to me. And uh, yeah, thank you. Come hey fat chai. Come hey fat chai. Come hey fat chai.